Hi, this is Jake Lindbex with the Why I Don't Go to Church podcast. And we are a Christian organization that's trying to figure out why people aren't going to church uh, in the same numbers as they used to. So we're going to interview a number of people um, in a subjective way, analyze some of the data that comes in based on some of the answers and see if we can find some deeper correlations and even some ideas on how we can uh, drive more people to the church. So naturally, when I reach out to people and say, do you want to be part of this podcast? Uh, A lot of them don't want their moms listening in and hearing that uh, they haven't been going to church as much as they should be. So uh, you'll hear fake names, but I think the, the content is still really, really interesting. So without further ado, here's our next episode. So welcome to another podcast. We want to welcome Anderson Courtney with us today. So Anderson, thank you for joining. I know you're in the car, so we appreciate you making the time. Anytime. So Anderson, can you just give us a little background just about your age and and where you live? Sure. I am 29. I live in Philadelphia. I work in commercial real estate for a real estate developer. Could you share a little bit just about your upbringing? Did you grow up in the church? Um, did your family always go? Could you give a little background about your your church history? Sure. Um, yeah, so I grew up, uh, my family went to church pretty much every weekend when we could um, between basically sporting events were the only other times we really wouldn't go. We had uh, games or whatever, uh, but we would try to go basically every Saturday night or Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, we were, we were pretty much there every week, I would say. And um, what about, what's your church attendance like now? Um, probably go once every couple months. So, and I, I sort of, uh, I've tried a few places. I've gone back to a couple places, but I don't really, um, I wouldn't say I have like a church home necessarily. So, um, you know, that's part of it, I guess. Because of those mean people in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's the mean, yeah. the mean Philadelphians. Uh, yes. No, I mean, I, I can get into away. why. But, uh, yeah. Well, I think that um, is the next question. I mean, well, I guess first, is your faith still an important part of your life? Would you still consider yourself a Christian, even if, even though you aren't going to church as often as you were when you grew up? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I still, um, I mean, I guess it's something that I've sort of in internalized more than made, you know, uh, myself part of a community. Um, I think part of it is just because, like, I don't think I've found, like, that, like, church community. I think a lot of it is, um, like, growing up with your family or, like, a natural connection uh, with the people at your church. Um, And, you know, you see people, whether it's, like, other sporting events or you go to school with them, um, you're sort of in that community. I think being transplant in Philadelphia uh, and none of my friends really going to church um, you don't have that like natural uh, sort of network of people that are that you associate with on a uh, maybe daily or whatever fairly um, often basis outside of church so so going to church is so you know you can like I meet people but like it's not not in the same way or maybe it's harder to have like that instant connection like you would with obviously your family members um, or friends or people you grow up with or people who you know you just grew up in that area who know the 
the same things that you do. So it's almost like being an outsider um, in a new city, even though I've been there for a long time. Um, you just don't have that like, or I don't feel that, but I've had that like same connection when I've gone. So when I do go, it is more like just for my own, for myself. Um, I don't really feel the need to like associate with people so much, you know, to make small talk with people. But um, I kind of find myself also like, you know, it's like I'm looking for friends, really. I have a good group of friends. Um, so it's not, I'm not necessarily there like looking to be a part of the church. I guess it's more like just for my own sake. Um, but it is something, you know, my, my faith is still important to me. It's just, it seems to be like on a, a different a different way, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, going, going back to the just upbringing, what type of church was it that you attended? Was it liturgical? Was it more of a modern church? Could you go into a little bit of that? Um, so that also might be part of, and it's a bit of a segue, but uh, the reason I haven't found a church I like so much out here, because I really enjoyed the church I grew up in, because it was a, it was a, a good combination. I mean, I guess like technically it'd be like a non-denominational Christian church. Um, and it had those like, it's definitely a modern church with rock music, um, but it was never, all, all the, all the sermons were very like intellectual. They weren't like necessarily like emotionally driven. They, they seemed intelligent and um, not just like feeling good about a, a theoretical idea. It's more of like, this makes sense because look at these reasons. Um, so I would say that the, the actual sermons themselves were really powerful for that reason. Um, the culture wasn't so intimidating in a way of like, you know, I've been to churches where it's pretty common to be like people with like your hands up and um, a lot of like dancing. And if you're someone that's maybe a little bit more reserved or doesn't feel comfortable doing all that, you feel a little intimidated by that whole scene. Um, so this is a good balance. And the people who went there were like, you know, people like <laughs> normal people that you would just see out on the street um, who also like whether like, you know, they worked with our parents or um, played sports with us or whatever. So like you saw them on a different um, like outside of church as being normal people like ourselves. And you see them in church um, and see that they they also have, you know, that they're they're also Christians. Um, so I think that culture was really nice. It was never like an intimidating place to be. It's a very welcoming place. Uh, but it wasn't, and it was kind of like, take what you want out of this and don't don't feel pressured at all. Um, and yeah, I think that so it was pretty far from a Catholic church and, and pretty much just like a, um, I thought of it as like, a, it was like, like lecture, like you'd sit there and, and you would learn a lot. Um, as a, and, and I guess the whole, concept I remember was always it's a it's a relationship not a religion so it did feel like it was more about yourself and not about like um abiding by antiquated traditions um or things that you didn't really understand why you were doing them everything was relatable to your personal life uh so so that was yeah so it was great it was, it was kind of a good way to do it well so it sounds like I'm hearing two <laughs> things and, and there are two things that I've heard before it sounds like the one piece of it is you, know, you, you haven't found a church that is similar to the one you grew up in. So the church itself, the other piece is the community aspect um, where maybe you don't have a group of friends or that family set of family members that you're going with when you're growing up. I guess if you had to separate those two things out, 
And let's say that on one hand, you found a church that was exactly like the one that you grew up in, one that you really liked that was modern, but still rooted in scripture. And on the other side, you know, maybe you live with three other guys and all three of those guys are going to church every Sunday. I guess the question is, out of those two scenarios, which one would be more attractive to you to drive you back to church? Would it be, I mean, I'm sure it's a combination, but if it was one or the other, which one is more important to you, the community of friends or family or the church itself? I mean, I think that specific example would probably be the latter that, um, or, well, it would be the, like, living with guys who are going to church, too, would probably be much more influential. Um, and I think, it, yeah, then, like, the... I guess for lack of better word, like the quality of the church wouldn't be as important if you feel like it's something you're doing with your friend. It's like something you've established that you do every week. I mean, even like when you, when you're a little older and have the option to go or not, like when we were um, teenagers, it's like you might have some, you might have like something you're doing with your friends or like, and, and it becomes more of an option. Like, do you want to go to church tonight? Like, yeah, I'll just drive myself and I'll meet you guys there. Um, it's not, it's not an obligation anymore, but you still feel that, like, that wanting to go because your family's going. Um, so, yeah, so I'm not sure. It's kind of, <laughs> I guess it's, it's definitely both. Um, and I would say it's more heavily the community aspect when you're closer to the community on a daily basis. So is there any, I guess, so one of the things that other people have shared is that they feel like they're getting their spiritual fill from, you know, whether it be podcasts or reading by themselves or just, being in prayer daily do you feel like you're getting what you need or do you do you feel like you're missing something by not going to church um i mean yeah i'd say i feel like i miss i'm missing something for sure uh because you just you're not going to get the same like i mean that's the the people who are preaching are probably better than myself at understanding the nuances of what their of scripture and what they're preaching and i i could read the Bible and not necessarily interpret everything the way that it maybe is meant to be interpreted or, um, or just make it lost in the language. Like I, I may not, it's, it's not as, uh, it's not so, so straightforward. So, um, yeah, so for sure, I think having somebody basically deciphering everything and explaining, um, maybe what God's intent was when the words were written is probably as much more, uh, helpful than, whatever I can supplement on my own. Um, so like, you know, I, I read the Bible. I, I, but I definitely don't, I probably don't get the full, like that full effect of sitting there for an hour and listening to somebody really um, go in depth about what the meaning of everything is, of what they're, you know, what the scripture is. So if you were a consultant, I mean, you, you went to Penn, so I'm sure a lot of people were at McKinsey or BCG or something like that. If you were a consultant coming into the church and your task was to go and find people like you, people that are believers that maybe aren't married yet or just aren't attending. So not even non-Christians, but just people that have a desire to go to church. What would you say those churches could do better if, if that was your task? Um, I mean, I think it's sort of like what has like deterred me from some of the churches I've been to. It's not, it's not even what they lack. It's sort of what they do that, um, like they actively do that is a little bit of a turnoff. I think like sometimes they are a little bit too pushy on membership and 
don't know if it's because like attendance is declining if that's what they're they're really like pushing that aspect um they kind of cross the line of like being friendly and welcoming to being like overbearing um and that's something i never felt at our church growing up um was it was always just you know come as you are don't feel any pressure to give don't feel any pressure to come back um we just want you to be here if you want to be here and hopefully you take away something so i know a church i can think of a church on top of my head in philly that i felt that way where like i got there and the first thing they, they see a new face and someone comes up to you like tackle they talk to you and they're like super nice what was that tackle with you tackle yeah exactly and like they make you sign they, they give them your email and all the, and it's like i don't even know and then like sure enough then you're getting you're now i just feel like you're just another company that like wants my information it's just like i like that that was a, a bit of a turnoff to me um so i think that would be one thing um i mean that's probably the not the biggest thing but i think that's that's a deterrent for a lot of people is like i think in today's world people don't want to be feel like people don't want to feel like they they're being um spammed i guess <laughs> so everywhere you go because it seems like everywhere you go somebody wants something from you and um when you walk into a church the last thing you want is for the church to want something from you so that i mean that's a big thing um i don't know i guess people if there was a way to sort of like i don't have a problem with this at all but i think a lot of like the um the reason people around my age stop going as like the stigma associated with like kind of like the uncool factor of going to church. Um, you know, so like, I don't know if there's a way, like if you're speaking from a consulting standpoint, like rebranding in a way um, that is, you know, that, that's not trying to be like overly cool or whatever, but just kind of being itself. Um, I don't know. I see. I feel like even a lot of uh, like youth groups growing up, it always seemed like it was like a little bit too like trying to be cool, um, but kind of missing the mark because of that. You're you're maybe going once every couple months now. Do you see that changing? If there's a big life event, if you were to get married or or have kids, I mean, do, do you yeah. think that's a logical next step? I think. Yeah, I I, I do. I think that's kind of. I mean, I, I think my behavior pattern of church attendance is probably um, emblematic of a lot of people my age, where it's like when you're in your early 20s, you feel like you, you know, you're, I mean, even still, like, I feel like I'm, I'm rarely, I'm probably home in Philadelphia, maybe one to two weekends a month. I seem to be, I'm just like, for whatever reason, I'm just like gone a lot. Um, but I think as like that sort of life slows down a bit. Um, and you become more focused on, I mean, getting married, like your family, you're less, you, you've much, you've more of a structured life, I think, than you would assume that your, <laughs> your attendance would probably pick up. And I think even in, outside of that, it's like, as you get older, um, and start to, I mean, I feel this way personally, like that you, you start to understand what, what really matters in your life, um, that you you know, you understand the importance of it. And so you find yourself wanting to go more often. Um, then when you're a little bit younger and feel a little bit more invincible. Uh, so I think, I think it's just like a, yeah, it's sort of like where you are in your life. Um, so it's more of like a life cycle thing, I believe, than, uh, than anything else. Um, and yeah, obviously I think, I don't, I mean, 
if there were a major event in my life, sure, like I'm sure there was something that's like very eye-opening to me, obviously that I think it's probably human nature to react that way. Um, so yeah, that, I don't know. I guess that's, I would say if anything, it would, it would increase. Um, and that's probably just me for my personal journey that I feel, I don't feel like I'm like, I'm not a Christian or anything. I feel like I, I very much am. Um, it's just like finding the right. So I feel like I'm trying to be on the upswing of my, of, of in my spirituality um, and just trying to find the right thing. So I'm, I'm not like, I know like, whereas other people around my age might kind of feel the opposite. And I know like some of my friends feel that way where they're just kind of like over it and have <laughs> just kind of, that they, they believe different things and they're, they're not going to really make the effort to go back um, unless they're sort of, maybe they do have a life event that changes them. So um, yeah, so I guess that's, that's kind of where I am. Well, the, the last thing is really, you know, I'm, I'm obviously interested in the uh, intersection of technology and, and church. What, what type of technology, if anything, uh, do you use uh, for studying, whether it be, you know, do you use any podcasts, Bible apps? Um, I'm just trying to get a sense of what people are using um, for their day-to-day -day study. I, yeah. I don't. I, I just I just read my Bible because I am also um, a bit of a tech idiot like i don't really <laughs> i just figured out how to use instagram the other day um, so I don't know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit traditional in my tech uh tech ability i kind of find myself overwhelmed by sort of the the overload of of points of contact on my phone um so i try to stay i mean that that's just how i am like i feel like i on a daily basis have to go between I don't know, five to 10 different apps to be in touch with various people or to get media or, or whatever. Um, and it's just, I mean, whether it's like, you know, I have two different emails, I have different messaging applications, I have like, and even, um, yeah, media wise, I mean, I get news from my, from my phone. I've eliminated my alerts because it's just like too annoying to have to try to keep up with everything. Um, I might be a bit of a, an outlier. <laughs> well, fun fact, fun fact for you. That Bible that you read was the driver behind the printing press, which is actually one of the bigger technology innovations ever. So, oh, so there we go. Even though you don't look at screens, you still are a big uh, technology <laughs> technology user. And then obviously now that you're on this uh, podcast that millions of people listen to, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to start taking up podcasts, but uh, no, I, I think that's really good insight. I think everything that you shared, I mean, just summing up, it sounds like certainly someone that's a Christian that studies, that prays, that wants to get back into it, but not being surrounded by family or friends that are particularly involved in the church. There hasn't been somewhere that you're comfortable uh, making your church home. When you do try to go places, it sounds like maybe churches are a little bit overly aggressive and aren't really being themselves. Um, and, you know, that if, if there were a life event like a marriage or having kids someday, that it's certainly something that you want to get back into. So I, I don't, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's uncommon at all. So I think it's, uh, really, really good feedback and really helpful to, to hear your perspective. Yeah, of course. I think I'm sure you'll 
come across this, but I feel like I have, I have friends that are they're pretty much in the same wavelength as me regarding all of that. So, well, Anderson, thank you for taking the time on your uh, busy drive home for for Thanksgiving, and uh, we really appreciate it. All right, no problem. Happy to help. Thanks for listening, and please check out Stanway.org. That's S-T-A-N-W-A-Y.org to learn more about how we're applying artificial intelligence to Christianity.